before we begin today's topic i would like to share a bit about the foundation of all of the inspiring human potential inner growth content what you learn about and what we discuss has its foundation in a lifelong accumulated research that involves the fields of humanities and social sciences philosophy with a focus on existentialism and recently added basics of neuroscience physiology and biology this research continues and the wealth of information that i share across different platforms is in the effort to support your inner growth self-empowerment conscious living ascension awakening and personal development journey in a way that allows you to understand the distinct human characteristics involved in your day-to-day and overall life alongside the choices you make how you feel and deal with events such as the unknown and unwanted a simplified breakdown just to give you an idea and for the ihp community to keep in mind as you pursue inner growth and self-empowerment is what is involved in the human's response to -to day-to-day events in life happening we have been able to review this and we always review some aspects throughout the episodes and all the content one the body's nervous system's defense mechanism flight fight response two the heart's feelings emotions ego self-response three the mind's conscious subconscious and conscious response alongside the established neural pathways societal culture and knowledge filters identity secondary and primary consciousness aspects this and more is what is involved as you tune into and read the ihp content whether it be on the blog the youtube uh, channel patron membership site or the website itself or the podcast you will always get to learn something about how to apply an inner growth mindset and lifestyle approach how to follow your heart and lead with it with that unconditional love neutrality that we so much discuss why it's important and all of this allows you to tap into that infinite higher human potential which is also a response that one acquires as a body mind and heart that is one within you with that ownership as the year comes to an end i am always thinking about the best way to begin our episodes due to the fact that sometimes we have new listeners and i know i have intros and i don't think i want to really update those because they give you the best idea of what to expect but i do feel the body element is always a bit important to introduce since uh, the neuroscience psychiatry information is quite applicable and quite important when sharing the inner growth mindset because it is achieving the possibility for the person who embarks on this journey to gain that self-empowerment now that we have the body element there's a way to help somebody understand even more of why those emotions can stay in a specific space as well as your options for just how expanded you want to go when it comes to your mind the consciousness so again mind and heart are always a part of the equation the body as the aspect that will lead you to fulfilling the sense of ease your ventral vagal state 
which others will be terming that 5d state of consciousness unconditional love and neutrality so some people have broken it down only to state of consciousness those in the spirituality community instead are dividing it up into different concepts especially those who are in 4d in fact i came across this person who has a channel called inspired he's apparently some type of singer i think he's spiritual and he is in fact selling product services the part that caught my attention was he says you have two hearts and so i'm like ah, what two hearts because we just read about the brain heart coherence meditation i shared with you that and the fact that our body has three brains we have our brain our heart is another brain and our gut is another brain and if you want to again remember the body element we're bottom up we're we're uh, the gut up is how we began our journey as a species and again again for the regular listeners here's why i was saying there are certain elements that i feel are quite important to present in a way of saying here you will learn about the inner growth mindset which has research and has a course and a book that is still in the works that has its foundation in psychology sociology existentialism so what does it mean when a person has a specific situation they're dealing with it means you have the opportunity for inner growth because your conflict is from within that's the first part then there's the self-empowerment and this self-empowerment is broken down with your ego self is actually regulated by you as an infant but it's in the interaction in your household which is why the saying by ram das if you think you're enlightened spend a week with your family he was by the way a psychologist as well i found out when i looked him up in wikipedia so the ego self the neuroscience shows is regulated by your caregivers that regulation does involve if you've been held enough to where you know what a soothe state is one because the ventral vagal state that's the bottom part that's the gut and it's when you get held that your poly uh what is it called shoot um not polyvagal parasympathetic nervous system kicks in so we feel safe when we're held in fact psychologists will teach their own patients to hug themselves because that activates the vagal nerve it soothes you then there's the breathing rhythmic breathing with yoga and any spiritual or whatever you want to term uh, activity is also broken down and and i love again those who tune in regularly know this i love spirituality but i am bringing together the human and spiritual components to the best of my ability and the neuroscience psychiatry is all i need to explain to you what it is to be an actual 5d one state of consciousness being and it does not only involve your thinking brain it actually involves this heart body everything coherence which is you in a ventral vagal state it is you as a functional adult and the functional adult is another one of the terms used by the psychologists that i'm learning from about people who have trauma and or you know just social behavior and interaction so these ways of talking about humanity is not widespread yet in fact just yesterday i saw this article that made me think of when children point their fingers at each other but these are government officials and it's the mass media that's also promoting the same type of verbiage but the say the verbiage comes from the way that is the officials presenting information and here's where as a political science major and having a master's in international relations and diplomacy i cannot begin to express my continuous uh, disappointment because see in my book a leader leads 
meaning they show how to be a grown-up they show how to be forgiving they show how to be loving and here's where i get into a quote-unquote issue and it's not in a better or bad way it's just that the minute you allow a belief which is from the heart to take precedence over other people here's where until recently because we did not have technology people could use this word evil knievel and here until now and still continuing further when i hear people talking about our own species in any way shape or form that is limited i will beg to differ greatly i will not necessarily sit down to have a conversation with these individuals for i have uh, better things to do with my time which is to add to my information bank so that i may share with those who are prepared to see just how amazing it is to be a human being and how the human condition with the unknown is what is a constant that is why those individuals are hardwired they're not seeing their fear based mindset and therefore they're not seeing the small mindset that is being presented or the fact that they are expressing a concept with positions and aspects that come from yesterday and calling the end of tomorrow and nobody knows the end of tomorrow so what i mean is you making a blanket statement on anything with however many data points you want to present is the very reason why i won't spend time there but i'll spend time reading about how to present to more of the world exactly how that is a uh, stale stagnant ineffective close-minded small-minded and again that child as well as adaptive child behavior so me seeing anytime i see something in the mass media whether it be political or whether it be marketing wise i am reminded of the numbers of um, mythological stories that are repeats and just exist and transform and therefore all of those individuals in, in my book are not leaders and yet they are obviously leading and there are those with their social engagement first nervous systems response when the ego self feels threatened co-regulating therefore they will follow their leader and voice their leader's opinion and stand behind it because from their heart they believe in it and this is where again being able to talk about it is what's ideal because that won't cease to be a part of our beautiful human journey that's the part that makes it so amazing once you're in an actual functional adult 5d state of consciousness so in a ventral vagal state physiologically speaking you can be in compassion with humbleness neutrality and the knowledge that what i just expressed is coming from a person who believes in the infinite higher human potential because that consciousness is infinite when people think that 5d is only either in your mind or in your heart or in your body or in some way shape or form something non-tangible this is where i beg to differ because it's actually a functional adult person who's able to uh, talk to people with love and kindness neutrality and again the ability to know there's not a life threat when people exchange opinions and to want to see that within our world to know that you know governments pointing their finger at each other is not something that adults should be doing 
but that requires for the nationalistic person who's like my country mine that makes me think i got of children my country we're on a planet it's one globe uh you know like again the water if if you had to uh take anything away from today the fact is the water is one body so as we choose to disregard things that are important for our environment we actually do choose to disregard the fact that your future generations our future generations may you know have a very unfortunate um lifestyle due to our disregarding the fact that it's one planet so again that aspect always makes me think of small-minded and if anything it makes my heart get very passionate because i'm thinking i love life you know and to see stupidity rule makes me feel quite um, upset but then i remember it's not stupidity it is the actual inability for a person to move beyond their own belief system because their belief from the heart is always going to have a logical explanation because the knowledge is given to somebody the belief comes from somewhere and our uh, human experience has been building knowledge since we began writing on walls now it's called art and it's looked at in a certain way um, but we still build that knowledge same thing our textbooks go through transformation every time something regains and or brings gets brought forth with our technology some new piece of information and some new interpretation and therefore it's not really about um stupidity again i use that word although i i should not but here's that inclined reaction of a mind heart and body that can see the bigger picture and that's where it's like dude like we live here together so the nationalism and heart i'm an italian american i love my heritage man i love my culture i love being loud i love being up in people's faces as well as knowing that i need to respect the privacy when those people who want more distance will ask for it of it i'm not always clear on it especially if people don't spell it out sometimes they've spelled it out and i guess it still didn't register but eventually you know people that don't want that close proximity will make themselves uh, known and i am always more and more grateful for their patience and understanding that you know i don't uh, see that usually they will understand it sometimes not very clearly but they'll figure it out that it's not registering because i'm not able to limit the affection and care that i have and that's where you know i do my best but we all see the world and experience the world from our own hearts that's the part of your body so your body is going to be inclined to feel to do a certain thing this is why i try to immediately understand where people are more private where people have their mindset so their beliefs and to respect those because we're here to share life together not tell each other what to do which instead for now because there is that level of small-mindedness with humanity towards each other they actually think they need to tell each other what to do and i say they because this is not our community we are a community of 5d self-empowered people and if you're not there you're getting there and choosing enlightenment more and more that's why i break down to you all the things i do so that you may again remember that the bottom up is first so yeah your body began life and anything that 
triggers you is something that you can uh, disengage from as a reaction and therefore go from fear-based mindset small-mindedness to let me explore what my mind in this moment my knowledge and my belief what's coming up let me remember that i coexist with others who obviously i've just interacted with an uncertainty unknown and wanted something that is different than what my mind heart and body wanted so you are making it about you but in a way that allows you to expand the conversation and so you're doing that somatic experiential and cognitive approach on your own because you can because you're up to it for it right you're again okay with recognizing wait my body's not in its ventral vagal state so i have my attachment defensive system i do co-regulate my mammalian heritage naturally will want to co-regulate but the feelings of your body are very important and today this word sluggish i will be reading to you that collapse submit nervous system's response because sluggish is the i can't i will also be reading to you the description of the uh, states of our nervous system and that way those who are new get that bit of information the reason why i was mentioning that one guy is that he goes on to basically create an entire criticism of the matrix the heart matrix coherence and goes on to state how there's instead your divine heart so he's using god even though he doesn't talk about god but he's saying your true heart is the divine heart and he's actually uh, talking about the divine matrix heart as something selfish i took some screenshots let me see if i can read to you what was most important so yeah just another layer of fake reality he's basically saying that the matrix heart is a fake reality um, because it is all about you and your ego and self while the divine heart is you surrendering giving up all of your control and this is when you give up all your ideas that your human ego mind has and so he's also saying the captain of your ship your human ego mind should not or actually cannot be the captain of this ship which is bullshit excuse me for the language because here's the whole point as a human being you have again three brains they are all yours now if you want to disengage from any of them you know all for go for it and allow yourself to be led by somebody who tells you that you cannot be the captain of your ship with your own mind here is where as a person who claims complete ownership of all of what my body holds i will say again bs because the part about the mind it's when you are consistently one stuck in a narrative that you have picked up as you're growing up and not seeing and gathering and adding to your lovely mind that you will be a captain of your ship that is closed-minded as this statement personally for me is and i've always deemed the fact that people think of thinking as hard something anomalous because i enjoy thinking and always have today i understand why people think of it as hard because their actual physiological body is not in a ventral vagal state their mind has been regulated in a specific way and societal engagement their first nervous system's response has been what has continued to let them as has co-regulation as will it continue to be such when you disregard that anytime you feel sluggish you are in a state of defense mode this is not good or bad this is you as a conscious being again having began to regulate yourself within your household environment 
that household environment may have had enough secure attachment input or not we all have trauma we all have a wounded child we all have adaptive child parts that allowed us to be okay with those areas that our caregivers said this is bad and good even if they unconsciously love you the only difference here so the and it's not only it's a very big difference actually uh the minute you know that you are okay with your imperfections from your body so this means you don't take it personally you don't take offense you don't think of anybody as rude and sensitive none of the names that people will give to each other i'm talking about a state of feeling the minute that you can be okay with looking like a complete ass okay and you will have that embarrassment but you'll be like i'm human it's okay for me to be embarrassed i live with society this is something natural but i don't lead my worth my existence and feeling okay to be me from the external and i've shared with you guys more than one experience about this with me personally now i wasn't taught this by anybody fyi i was taught by jesus as my lovely mentor to forgive people when they treated me poorly and to turn the other cheek and that they did not know any better and that i was to share unconditional love if i was going to be a good human being that was fulfilling the love of god right and here's where scripture unfortunately is read by other people and every day whenever i meet anybody who wants to talk about jesus and then they're gossiping or slapping a label or denying for example the one friend who's so up and in the church all the time and they're literally allowing their own family to slap a label on a human being that has done nothing but provide and share unconditional love it it is something that i am most certain that in his grave jesus is there's an italian saying rolling over from discontent and that is where i'm going to leave that because i know that right here everybody has their own way of adding up the logical stuff that comes also with belief and uh, there are those who will judge humanity a specific way and therefore they will also think they have a right to feel somebody should not exist or exist here's where again god according to scriptures all-knowing all-powerful this is the one logical moment where in my mind as i was gaining information of the subconscious and conscious of child wounds and how people are really you know their environment has a lot to do with how safe and good they can be because you're learning by example so again the minute all these pieces of human knowledge information were coming my way in my spiritual bank i'm like okay i love jesus and god unconditionally and i was taught about unconditional love by jesus and god and i actually feel strongly that whatever that is the evil hell devil it's something that is being told to me erroneously in one way shape or form this is not the truth my heart knew it and that's why i said hey god here's what i'm planning to do and uh, hopefully you know it's good if not i'm happy to pay the consequences of that because here's where my heart stands where i'm not going to slap a label on some person because yeah i'm not all knowing all perfect and nobody really is right so again any way that a person will want to add up information will always be how you will add it up it is the minute you can recognize from your own heart mind and body why that is and usually when it's yours and when it's true 
it is in the ventral vagal state it is something that is compassionate unconditionally loving and neutral towards all it doesn't involve people it involves a sense of openness as somebody described it well your shoulders open up your heart opens up anything that doesn't make you feel open you're still in your barrier mode it's going to in fact feel restrictive so your shoulders going to slouch you're going to go inward you're going to feel like there's an armor or something present it's not expansive it's in fact going to make you again uh, retract what's the word like shrink up but not in a comfortable way it's in an uncomfortable way even though those who are used to being in their limitations because it's not that we are limited but your body's defending you anything that's different from what is in your knowledge bank mind heart and body is different it's unknown your body's defending you the only person who can open up the mind is you and your heart is you and your body's you got many co-regulating leaders that tell you what to do that's not empowering you that's not letting you know what freedom is like from the heart freedom is about being fearless i think is the right word and it is because you do not fear your own species you do not judge condemn your own species our species you do you allow yourself to take a step back and remember the actual only physical life threat where we're going to want to do which is our nervous system's response to protect us is when we're in a physical life threat so humanity has evolved as we've evolved we are we we did not get to this space yet we are now just now realizing the emotional immaturity from those who are higher up and not everybody even talks about it like that there are still those who co-regulate with those same leaders and therefore express their own emotional immaturity and in fact they're not masters of their emotions they are reactors to their emotions which is why their adaptive child leads the way and why they have a leader who is also an adaptive child leading the way an adaptive child we will read again some of the parts but it's primarily a person who is not forgiving who is very rigid and therefore closed-minded small-minded doesn't mean you're not intellectually smart what it means is you're not open to evaluating more than whatever it is that your knowledge bank chose is the good knowledge and whatever your heart chose is the good belief and so you're closed off in fact and that's the very way you're going to feel when somebody comes around and says hey here's how i feel here's how i think now the sluggish part before i forget is where when we talked about collapse submit that is one of the new defense mechanisms that the psychiatrist neuroscientists have found so in addition to our flight fight freeze pause nervous systems responses we now know and it's being discussed how uh, trauma responses for the human body include collapse submit attach call for help and please appease they say that the least understood is attach cry for help and this is when a person is typically i'm going to use the word that they used needy so you have an immediate reaction where you'd like to distance yourself because there's this way of them attaching and again i'm not going to describe all of it but they just say you know you want to be in a space of being able to help the person to self-regulate and produce the opposite response than neediness and this is where i've had people that fall within that category it's not hard 
to create a situation of empowerment for a person when you know you're there to help empower the difference is people think they're there to help people live their life and here's where i use the word help even though for me it's support with the inner growth mindset i support people's personal development journey i support to find the keys to leading with your heart and that is for you to be a completely self-empowered person the 5d state of consciousness is integral and a part of it because the ventral vagal state is what you get to learn so to be in compassion towards yourself and the external however as those who regularly tune in know it's only once you get to advanced place of the inner growth program when you are starting to consciously from your mind choose impartiality so you've moved beyond the part of needing to co-regulate with a group your co-regulation is i'm an infinite higher human potential being i'm a human being like everybody else i'm imperfect like everybody else i have an ego self this matrix or divine for example idea is indifferent meaning i'll choose whichever one feels right to me and really they both are the one and in the same all pieces of information are one and in the same they've been spoken in a language that's going to speak true to a person because they're going to be attracted by that way of describing it fact unfortunately and i will use that word because i always think it's unfortunate when human consciousness is limited once again by another limited leader because that leader is in their own ego spiritual mind not realizing that what they just conveyed is a comparison based on their own belief system but that whether you want to call it the matrix heart or the divine heart is just one and the same because the species is one and the same and really what you're tapping into with whatever message you're you're portraying is what their knowledge bank is more attracted to learning the belief is always going to come to what feels optimal and the set engagement first nervous system's response is usually what people are using anyways for those who do continue looking up to those leaders and resonating with those messages so what i mean by that is this person has like 143,000 followers all those people do agree with the way this person speaks which means their own heart leads in that way it is not good or bad they are one of those ego spiritual groups that is in in fact a 4d state of consciousness for they've chosen not only to create a better or worse between the matrix and divine but they're both continuing to uphold this battle between darkness and light which is 3d 4d therefore fear is present for 5d is again no fear state of consciousness tapped into the infinite knowledge bank which is energy in motion this this consciousness when you are constantly in a space of your ventral vagal state this means you are in your brain heart coherence that meditation i read to you because you're in a safe space and so your mind in fact is open to all information because your body is i'm going to read to you the body element that way we can move forward so finishing up with the attached cry for help i just wanted to share those tidbits and moving to the collapse submit so the collapse submit which is hypo aroused okay attached cry for help i believe is hyper aroused because it would be anxious but i'm not 100 percent sure so don't you know never one don't really quote me on stuff that i say but for the information that i'm learning and reading my notes from and then needing to rewatch, I, you guys know this already i might misconfuse or, or miss some steps so don't uh 
i don't see it in my notes right now so yeah i think it's hyper aroused because of the neediness component which is anxiety but like i said i'm not gonna i don't see it written but for collapse submit i do have it written it's a hypo aroused which is that um we'll read it this is the Uh, dorsal vagal and in fact the dorsal vagal state is this very posture of the collapse submit which is why i keep telling you when you see that the i can't so sluggish is of that that body's response where you don't feel energized it's because you're in that life threat mode in a way of saying i will not be able to ever change anything so you're helpless hopeless dissociation there are all of those elements within the body and that was learned as an infant and then brought forth with your neural networks the cognitive neural networks which will typically be in a negative spot because that hurt is what the body will memorize and it's not because it wants to stay in fear but because your body's going to defend you so if something didn't feel safe is not in ventral vagal state the body's going to react to it this is why your body heart and mind once you understand them you have that choice of moving beyond being in a sluggish state of being and then also your mind you'll be able to start choosing how to disengage from those narratives and to revisit your narratives time and time again and expand your consciousness so you don't change your core belief your core knowledge you actually are one honing in on what feels freeing and right to you but really it's more about you recognizing that the ego self of you has had a journey that began as a child so the emotional immaturity the reactiveness is not good or bad it's not human beings being assholes selfish all these again cliche sentences it's a body that began engaging with life and that then will continue to do so and so you begin one getting a hold of your stuff and from the advanced place of the inner growth program moving beyond that's when you're going to start practicing 5d self-empowerment if you choose enlightenment and if you choose ventral vagal state they all go with one and the same self-empowerment you're not truly self-empowered if you are reactive without awareness because empowerment means you understand doesn't mean you don't react it means after the fact you say shit i reacted let me you know one address what just happened with whoever's involved and then let me think of how i can work with my mind heart and body the next time around and that will be where you actually don't say i'm right they're wrong i can't or can you say i just had an interaction that was me reacting emotionally because this is something important you're you're breaking it down in the most tangible way possible as a human being here's why it's a revisiting of the narrative versus hardwired narratives that come from the movies you watch from the books you've read from your childhood from your infancy from your teenage years and from everything else that you can put in that book when i'm seeing this man who's very famous i'm thinking again small-minded person because the minute you that you div- i thought i thought i was actually going to gain like a new piece of body element information and his tone in itself was very much how can i put it i'm not quite sure if he's a believer or if he's one of those people who because they saw a trend they were able to pick up on something and say you know what i should do this because there are people that are that keen to knowing psychology enough to realize this is gonna get me somewhere at the same time 
maybe it was his own conclusion and so he was able on his own to bring this forth and what i mean by that not with any strategic marketing intent because there are business owners that are strategically thinking of how to grow their business and their brand is their business this person has a brand so again they are servicing a co-regulated group that still believes what they believe otherwise there was no way that he would gain 100 and however many thousand followers he has so that part about being able to understand that that is their core and that is the way they're interpreting their ascension their expansion their growth is something very important is not to say they're right or wrong they're they are existing i'm presenting this piece of information to those who want to be in a way of awareness of when you're making a choice that is self-empowered versus when you are actually still co-regulating and you're going to co-regulate anytime you're comparing something without the awareness that when you compare it means you feel the need to prove something to yourself so this isn't blind faith in yourself this isn't blind faith in your knowledge this is you actually wanting to see proof outside of you which is why you're not in your ventral vagal state you are in your nervous system state that is either the hyper aroused or the hypo aroused if you feel sluggish it's going to be hypo aroused because technically you're going to feel not uh empowered in any way shape or form but subject to the external so when you when we look at collapse submit it's the feigned death response it's powered by the dorsal vagal system this is when uh, things start to shut down there's flaccidity in the muscles it's like a possum posture and it protects the brain and body at time of trauma so if you have been in a household that there was a lot of yelling and or disruption and or physical abuse psychological abuse this is not safe for your childhood environment and in fact uh, here is where it's very important not to close things up in boxes and just to take the body element information and again don't label you use the information to help you identify when you're in those moments so that you can disengage from the posture and therefore you begin working with one your mind okay i'm in in this position i'm feeling sluggish right now the heart what do i want to feel i want to feel neutrality a sense of ease you don't have to pick happiness because you know if you're feeling sluggish that's not going to initially be something that you're going to feel compelled to do but if you can just say sense of ease relax not sluggish you know that's where you're going to start steering your body the direction you want it to feel and remembering that it is about the body so disengaging from any human narrative complaining belief knowledge again not narratives right now getting you centered into where you want to be that's that's how you're going to help to at the very least get your energy to stop being in a drained place because you're working with your physiology the posture they say is important but here's where in my book it's only if your mind and heart are on board that your body will follow that's why i share with you the body element and then also the mind and heart because if you disregard any of the three components you're not working with the infinite higher human potential that you hold you are the owner of these three brains these three pieces to your body and it's through your consciousness the way you think about it because even though we are bottom up as the doctor of the polyvagal theory points out it's from the top bottom that you're going to be working to transform what your infant body regulated with and got used to because that was the most safest thing for it 
and i say it because it has its own intelligence that's why people that are sluggish when they begin to try to do something different they are not committing to it it's like that ambivalent attachment friend when they said oh i've tried not being spiteful but i wasn't successful they don't understand that you can't uh, unlearn something in one day it takes 21 days to build a new habit this is why people will do subconscious and conscious stuff with the hypnotherapy nlp still need to start those classes but that's one of the reasons why i bought it one to get the coaching certificate if i'm able to finish it in a certain amount of time i'm not sure you know how long it's a lot of material like 20 80 hours i think and i i don't have that hours yet but um the point was i got it one to see what it has to say and two to accompany it with the application of you being consciously aware it's when you take ownership of your own ego self in a way that allows you to know you're always steering it you were steered in a way that was best but you were an infant you know then you were a child then you were a teenager here's why you know this person when they're talking about the divine matrix being selfish and you know just the darkness i'm like wow and when i'm hearing his tone i'm like okay wow you know again uh, a body that is inclined to be empowered and knows the truth you shrug at like your body it's not even about again it's the shrugging more of like dude why 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 are you making this up lie this lie like why are you doing this but again i also acknowledge that there are those who still live this darkness and light battle in this very format so there will be again people who continue to feel safe because that's their co-regulated group that's the we now i feel worthy i know where i stand i have people that believe what i believe feel what i feel think how i think i'm good to live life that's a person who they're not completely self-empowered they're empowered but their self is empowered by co-regulation and in fact their nervous system is in that societal engagement and whenever they're met with anything different they will be in cognitive dissonance unless they're open to hearing but even if they're open then they are the ones who can commit and the commitment is the part where it's only if they believe in themselves and humanity enough with the neutrality with the unconditional love with the infinite that they will say you know this this is yeah yep this is what i want because they actually have the inclination of wanting to be happy and that happiness and bliss includes humanity they understand intuitively this if you will and really more than understand i should say their body is drawn to the openness so they are not fear-based and those individuals in fact are the ones who have been able to know that they're worthy of living even if they're imperfect so they'll be inclined to immediately take that on what i share with you i always hope it is reaching those who are in the middle and so their heart keeps speaking 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 and then at a certain point i'm able to share something specific for those people it's like ah it clicks it doesn't mean they come back because they may still not resonate 100 percent with this information but it means it clicked in a way that will allow them to know expansion and to choose to pursue happiness that involves the external and then they can get there in their own unique way but it's with a pink tainted um set of glasses for their life and 
humanity and even if they go into the state of defending their position to do so with the respect and acknowledgement that others are doing the same and therefore it's more of a again beginners of the advanced place of the inner growth program so when you just begin that impartiality and people may stay there so they'll always have a conscious awareness of choosing impartiality feeling good about themselves and simply choosing you know what i'm gonna know that this other person and group of people exist i'm not going to get into a sluggish state of being because of them i coexist and continue to build life in a certain way and give the input that i'm very devoted to sharing with humanity and know that those individuals for as much as i don't like them those groups they still exist here and they're doing the same and we can come to meeting of the minds versus like i said the pointing of the fingers when i saw that article obviously until our governments are pointing fingers at each other you know the cold war ended a long time ago but what i see is still very much representative of that time this is why it's very disappointing to me because again as a person who did use word leader i have a very specific uh what's the word knowledge of what leader means so leader you set examples it means you don't behave like children it means you don't risk life the entire humanity's life because of being again immature emotionally and in your ego you're actually supposed to be a leader so i'm gonna say it again because as long as people up there are pointing fingers at each other they are adaptive children and in fact they are still living because the very article a cold war that doesn't exist as are those who address those issues politically speaking in the same format and there are plenty of those who co-regulate with that language they co-regulate because they're hardwired because they are not looking at their belief and knowledge bank with wait a minute what i'm doing isn't bringing an outcome it's simply bringing a stalemate no they slap a label on humanity with that past again they adhere to that feeling and they then want to paint a picture that everybody else should adhere to of grayness and here's where no there's a lot of rainbows on this end lot of rainbows um that's trying to get those who are up there to realize hey we are in a different place right now what are you guys doing can we wake up and smell the roses and start behaving uh, appropriately what do you think so back to this collapse submit hypo aroused reaction of the body when you are in a household again that is your prison even if it's not a prison you cannot escape it so your body is doing what it can to ensure you survive worst case circumstances now this is the last of the defensive responses in the system it's the flee fight then freeze this is the death faying predator is uh it's to try and get the predator to lose interest okay then the collapse comes in and then we submit so if you're in the house again over and over and over again and you're not able to get out of that state the body will have to submit and numbness is what will come this numbness is in a way to help you not feel pain so the neurobiological and neurochemical alterations that take place are um, something that allows this moment to happen and let me see what it is is a massive release of endorphins in the body and brain okay it helps to numb out the pain when we're in this stage in the collapse submit 
this is when we get a lot of endorphin released that are called dynorphins that bind to the kappa opioid receptor and those are involved with the out-of-body experiences if we are detached from our body it is much easier to tolerate pain the long-term uh, cost of these uh, dynorphins is that they they help to facilitate those out-of-body experiences and they are therefore also associated with really chronic feelings of depression passive defenses are prolonged feelings of helplessness whatever i do will not make a difference and this is associated with chronic feelings of helplessness that are chronic feelings of depression so people who have collapsed submit in fact they have this way that their body begins to feel and they showed us what that looks like um let me see if there's anything else so this dorsal vagal state is the collapsed state the sympathetic state is the charged with energy state so again you can get angry or um, uh, it's more of defending you but also anxious that's also the sympathetic state ventral vagal state is a healthy balanced person who has social engagement without any problem so a sympathetic no is charged with energy a dorsal vagal no is that collapse it's the i don't care place i don't mean anything you don't mean anything there's no energy and i've heard that before like that very statement from people that i know with that very level of energy same way of course i've heard the sympathetic no the ventral no i've heard from those who are completely self-empowered and it's always in those topics where they're self-empowered if there are still topics where they get sympathetic then i can hear their sympathetic no they won't have a dorsal vagal no the inclined self-empowered person will always go either sympathetic or ventral vagal the opportunity for 5d enlightenment is when they go sympathetic and again not all of them choose that because their belief and knowledge resonates with going at that topic in a charged state they're defending their anger upset anxiety frustration so the sympathetic state versus saying okay i'll try going ventral vagal i'll try going functional adult in my tone and to have a conversation for example on something that i completely disagree with they'll just justify the narrative with that small-minded and again not because of less intellectual smarts it's because it's choosing as the mind does when in a state of agitation anger we've talked about how the body and brain uh reacts and how anger plays a role with those uh, neurons i'll read it to you guys again so although again i'm sure the psychologist might say well it doesn't really work that way and i know people that have told me that before this is why i'm also saying it i'm stating to you anytime i've interacted with a person who will disengage from exploring further they are agitated they're not in their ventral vagal state they're beginning to get agitated they're beginning to state to me why all of their data points are true and they are doing so in a charged state i'm the one who personally disengages because i'm not there to say they're right or wrong i'm there to have a conversation and those same individuals that instead like i'll continue pursuing somewhat a little bit of the conversation which are my family members and immediate friends that um 
that allow that so we are unconditionally loving each other there's no judgment okay so there's a dynamic that we know of and it's something that we enjoy we're not afraid of being in sympathetic nobody's taking offense okay this is where there's a knowledge that we're exchanging opinions both passionately and or more people and the statement that i get told is that i'm close-minded and or stubborn and or you know a lot of different other things and that's when i simply accept and acknowledge where they're at with their opinions their mind their beliefs again the 5d self-empowered state is where you are not in co-regulation that we it's not about the people you're not worthy because your loved ones accept you for who you are or tell you you're right or wrong their approval you are not approval based that is nothing to you except for what you know it to be a societal uh, component that those who are still co-regulated definitely you know go into you're co-regulated as a human being who is imperfect who has an ego self who has the mind heart and body and so now you know how that's affecting your very you know sluggish feeling it's all connected to what you're going to choose moving beyond it is in your choice once you understand that every one of those elements is how you're going to continuously be in your higher infinite human consciousness potential and it's not because you know the one truth and nothing but the truth it's actually because you know you don't know it and you're okay with that and that when somebody starts to be in their fear-based because it's fear-based when you're getting charged when you're in sympathetic you're in fight flight and or freeze pause you can be sluggish you're still reacting as if you are about to die which means you are threatened which means you're not safe and in conversation state once more okay guys conversation i just said it and uh, people then apply it also to their day-to-day life but here they're living their narrative so really when they think of somebody being spiteful vengeful lying mistreating yada 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 they're immediately in that charged state which is why i was saying it's a small mind because they're not opening to revising the narrative and seeing wait a minute my body is reacting in a physiological state now that i have that information I don't need to react in this state because this is where beliefs and knowledge continues to expand in my entire human world and this isn't going to save the planet from toxic waste and you know whatever else is important because really if we're going to live life what's important are other matters and not our own opinions that if anything we need to make sure our governments are actually grown-ups and get to work together because they represent a threat to our life as well i'll never forget Derek from book the art of loving when he begins or it's maybe not that one it might be the escape from freedom one of them where he begins making a specific uh prologue or intro and he's talking about how when he is writing this book at that moment we had just been saved from a potential you know two governments pushing a button and killing all life form and i remember that statement because this is where to this day whenever i see governments behaving the way it's like dude really what the heck man why am i voting for you why are you up there 
what do you what makes you different than any other person who is looking at the media and then attacking another human being but that's the part government as i learned in my political science years represents the people and we've got plenty of co-regulated people out there so the duality and the battle state and the adaptive child state is still what consistently is providing a sense of safety to different groups let us hope that our message gains more uh, ears and eyes so that people can grow up and learn how to express their emotional state and be actual grown-ups especially our leaders instead of threatening life on earth for something that really goes again beyond a mind that i consider very average and other minds that also consider themselves very average and when we're having conversations it is simply understandable that we need to help people to recognize when they're in fear-based and reactive so that maybe they can start you know learning to convey together messages of value for all of us all together to those who represent us and you know the system exists for a reason and then that that's where the trickle out effect now the minute that you can recognize again when you're in sympathetic dorsal vagal or ventral is the minute that you're going to get to choose if you want to stay in those states or not if you are not the owner of your body and therefore you feel and think that you must continue to live your life in this specific way as my ambivalent attachment friend told me i wasn't successful the first time around and i'm not going to try it anymore because obviously that's not going to work when you look at the please and appease it is an active nervous system response that enables people to navigate environments of relationships that are rife with cues of danger it is a coping strategy for example in a violent home one of the autonomic strategies may be the please appease Uh, i make it look like i'm socially connected and engaged but my sympathetic system is really um active they are running the show and the purpose of that the autonomic purpose is to make sure that i do not activate the other person's sympathetic fight response so the system is attuned to what it needs to do to not activate the other person's fight survival response of its own as well okay so an individual knows how to make sure a person is not going to get angry that's to please appease and they themselves are in a defensive state knowing that they're not going to want to trigger their defense mechanism so it's about maintaining enough vigilance so as not to activate the perpetrator's nervous system and again it's a sympathetic state masquerading as socially engaged you are in sympathetic this is not ventral vagal it means you know how to allow person to think you're on board because that's what's going to make sure they don't get angry and this is where there's a huge difference when you meet that uh and i have i think met some of that i know i've met the please i know i've met the attached cry for help the please appease too in different ways but now that you have this element i just want to double check if there's anything else that i wanted to read to you i do want to remind you about the 
element of shame okay and the element of shame is that not only does it have a vibration of 20 on the map of consciousness but we experience it when we begin getting yelled at and the example one of the doctors gave in one of the classes the psychologist was you know tommy's reaching out for the stove and he gets yelled at because he's saying hot 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 and the dad yells at him very loudly not in a soft way like an actual getting yelled at and sean tommy shrugs and so that's when the psychologist is saying this is what shame looks like so as you can tell it's this dorsal vagal response because of the posture and the slugging in and that's when your energy begins to start getting um, removed so you're starting to feel this uh, very experience then the father tells tommy good job and he praises him for not getting hurt that's secure attachment so if that doesn't happen on the other hand that experience is stored as shame which means that that person may when doing certain things in their life feel a certain level of shame here's why it makes a lot of sense to me when i think of societal engagement as the first nervous system's response when the ego self feels threatened and the aspect that shame is something that begins when we start getting yelled at because no parent probably has always given secure attachment after a um not yelling at you but yeah scolding of you and and that's that moment where you will grow up and have a feeling of shame which as you grow up though if you're inclined to be self-empowered or now that you're tuning in here i'm going to share with you my example you will start saying but wait a minute why should i feel shame i'm i'm a person i'm uh you know not doing anything right or wrong i'm just being me and you'll begin that narrative and being able to revise it if you want this is where as a person i am a twin my mother was my primary caregiver i did have a father who raised me who i call my father he's a stepfather but my father my book because a father is somebody who raises you not somebody who's not there my biological father i understand why he wasn't there and both father figures are passed away so my mother's my primary figure and she therefore was having to be two roles at a very young age and as a child i recall looking up to her and knowing that i could be and do anything i wanted as long as i persevered so she taught me strength and unconditional love and she taught me what fairness is and it's not about treating everybody the same it's actually about everybody being unique so it is because probably as an identical twin i had my behavior my way of responding to interactions and my twin sister had hers and so while i would see sometimes that i'd be given a harder time if i brought home a, a grade or something different my twin sister didn't and here's where i was presented with i know both of you and how you both work and according to that here's why you get told this and here's why she doesn't and when that was explained to me it made sense because i'm not my sister and she's not me i'm not you you're not me and 
with god and jesus i was also taught that we're all made in the way god wanted us to be so there shouldn't be the desire to be anything different and i'm breaking this down because again our narratives begin since we are children i know my narratives to to the death of me you can ask my mother anytime you want just how much uh the stubborn word has been accompanied throughout my entire lifetime in fact if there's one thing she said you've always wanted to be like a second mother instead you are a child this can again explain it to you very well what i was trying to get at here is as i got older and would see certain types of um getting yelled at if you will for behavior that was my unique trait it didn't make sense i had to accept it which i did and in fact it was very much in a logical way so my narrative was able to utilize what those adults were explaining to me and make sense of it and that is where it became simply clear to me that sometimes people just don't like how you are and here's where my lovely mother was able to give her input to me as a child not realizing what input meaning now that i'm an adult sometimes she'll be like i don't even know how are you this how are you this way you're how are you my daughter because i'll be explaining my own opinion about something and it completely is disengaged from a societal norm value whatever you want to you know one of those books and then that's where she'll obviously have her way of believing and thinking about things and there's a disagreement and so she'll point out how did you get to this space of thought and i'll always say because you allowed me and supported my individuality and i already would claim that so you simply reinforced what i in my heart had already taken into consideration and that is that it's okay to be oneself i would not be here talking to you guys about the inner growth mindset about being okay with being you in this ventral vagal state had i not been in that space myself and here's where it is beautiful to remember and you will all remember this intuitively immediately in a 5d state that each of us contribute to our life experiences to being ourselves guys every person that is able to with a ventral vagal state say you know i get it you don't like me but i like me and you know we don't have to be friends or okay system okay countries we don't like each other but we still live on one planet and um okay vegans vegetarians meat eaters we may not agree on on what to do but we still you know want to acknowledge knowledge that we're taking in for example i i love animals and you know part of me i know if i had to kill an animal i would not be able to unless i was actually starving to death and that and i really mean starving to death and at that point maybe i would die because i am not good in nature on my own and stuff like that but i'm i'm okay with that um meaning i don't need the narratives that some people bring out if one day you're going to be in the apocalypse dude we're not there why are you wishing it like why are you talking about it you know to be in that state for example it has no never i never understood why would you keep feeding fear hurt anger all these things they don't make your world pretty man 
and they're not actually making a difference in the world you're saying you want to change like what's the deal and the excuse is again those narratives built on narratives built on air it's simply because that's what everybody else says and in this book and these 10 leaders who are looking at the world from a fear-based mindset and um here's that part again when your body doesn't react to fear meaning dude you're speaking words but you're not making sense to me like when i prayed to god and said i don't believe in evil the way they're teaching it anymore it's not doesn't make sense with the psychology i didn't feel bad i didn't feel ashamed in fact in that very prayer i knew that the only reason i even remotely felt in any way shape or form a bit like oh man you know well hey if i go to hell it was because that's what i was taught in my knowledge bank and in my heart i knew i'm simply thinking these things because this is the book that i got these pieces of information from that is all other than that it has no there is no polaroid camera picture that shows me there is no like video that i can see when it's happening therefore it is in the ethereal realm of energy and in the mind and in some storybook did you guys know and for those who tune in regularly you'll remember it better probably because you you listened to that episode i watched this documentary on fairy tales there's like 110 i forget how many different versions of cinderella and they were studying how interesting this is and here's where again human species man we all know each other but we are all unique the knowing is the part about people not realizing that there are ways that will tell something but the telling uh, how can you express the essence of life that's the part it's really about taking the essence of life for what it is essence and you're only going to do that if you are in an essence that is free from fear because any piece of new information belief and knowledge that has been connected by some other person you do not react with oh shit they're they're threatening me your body is like ah here is another interesting person's perspective come on board let's take it let's look at it let's transcribe it oh what are we doing today in the meantime we're actually again uh, making sure our energy and focus is on what will keep us tangibly speaking physically speaking alive like breathing in my nose again you know i need to eat at least for now and and there's all of the other stuff so going back to examples for this way of getting to know your heart your mind your body it's always either in a sympathetic state or a uh, dorsal state or a mix of both whenever you're paying attention to it you can get to know that so the sluggish state again is that dorsal vagal now let me read to you what i wanted to read before i forget Uh, the inspired person i'm not going to share any more of that message i just wanted to point out that you know this uh matrix divine whatever you want to call it it's an actual person who becomes a functional adult who is able to understand that your body did organize with these defense mechanisms that i spelled out to you now you want to keep using the narrative of humans are selfish yes humans have an ego they will tend to be inclined to do what their self needs and wants their environment which you've had your own environment includes those human elements the unknown of life elements and the essence of you elements is not on one page as long as you're still engaging with life in a narrative format that 
is basically keeping you in feelings you don't want to feel now if you are okay with feeling sluggish because you accept it as the reality you're most likely one not tuning in here and two happy with it like the one psychologist who's explaining why you know it's about time that the psychology community stop using this word for example he was talking about the imposter syndrome he actually laughed and i laugh with him because it's true it ain't a syndrome every person i know actually will have used that word in one way shape or form i shouldn't say every person i know but a good portion of people i I know i'm having imposter syndrome then they use the word versus acknowledging you don't need to crap on yourself you need to acknowledge like he broke down that you're having a unworthiness moment in your feeling body you're either going to allow yourself to feel worthy or maybe you're not you're going to stay in the unworthiness which is where he says it's only natural he calls it ubiquitous i need to look up that term and this is where i will agree to disagree with him but i also understand that there are those who will agree with him and say this is my state of being i take ownership of it i'm okay with it this is what i represent and that is a person who is in fact that's why they'll be a leader and they will co-regulate and help those who live a life with that know you know what it's okay it isn't a syndrome it isn't you broken into pieces and needing to think of yourself as if you're bad or good this is the way that you feel life here's why it's like the one friend who keeps on uh, they are suffering and they're molding more and more infusing with the suffering every day more they're expressing some form of creative writing of poetry with that suffering and i've told you my body's reaction to it is at this point nauseated but i'm objective enough and neutral enough and empowered enough and again a a person who understands i'm not the only human around to know that somebody will feel life differently and i can tell that they are feeling it fit because there's a very specific feeling when a person is speaking their heart's truth their belief in a way that makes their knowledge bank make sense so heart and mind are on one page which means their body's on one page which means they are expressing an eventual vagal state that state of being do i think it's healthy for their body no because they are in actual tears from their heart every day but i don't feel their nervous system their body their consciousness in suffering their consciousness is in neutrality so they're flowing with their chosen state and that chosen state is their level of consciousness it is in fact in a small world in a small mind because they're only honing on a very specific narrative and this is because if they expanded to infinite narratives they would not be able to continue sustaining that level of consciousness but here's where when i read to the soul age groups for those who heard of it they are learning about suffering about unconditional love about being able to choose happiness versus suffering this is their journey and it is their life not ours therefore once again there are once you get to this infinite higher human consciousness space the ability for your 5d body to recognize because your body is picking up on that and so i pick up on my friend and i know when they were in suffering when they had that tumor show up and how instead right now their body is no longer vibing that their words are no longer vibing that 
they are actually accepting and in neutrality saying this is what i see in life this is what i live in life this is my poetry this is my heart the minute that's being embodied in this way is the minute the body of those individuals will vibe neutrality which is where those in 4d are not aware of this nor are those in 3d they are slapping labels and they're telling these people how they should live their life versus allowing them to share who they are with them and so they have some people that will look up to them and will lead with what they're doing and then there are others who will try and quote-unquote fix them which they don't need fixing the minute that you are in neutrality in any circumstance that you would have been inclined to be in one way or another is the minute you are again not in a state of um, thinking you know what's best but in a state of awareness that there's you and others and that that's okay so as a child this was something very much aware presented to me and although when i would get yelled at i wouldn't understand what i did know i accept i will adhere to and i will wait until i'm old enough and or anyways in a way that i can express it so what i really did was try to find a way to be myself while allowing what i was being told and taught to be a part of my uh, knowledge bank because the adults know how to coexist with humanity right i'm a child as i got older what i realized was something very different which is why at a certain point i knew i do not any longer make any types of compromises of sharing my uh, opinions or my way what i do is find a way to either disengage from wherever i'm limited or again uh, reduce the amount of time and or you know uh, depends on the circumstance that we're talking about but i don't shy away from sharing any of my personal opinions on the infinite higher human consciousness on our potential on the unconsciously loving heart of humanity on the nervous system on the ego self on you know gender stereotypes as well as anything that i feel is in a small-minded perspective and is not uh, love-based but fear-based i will do my best to be respectful because this is where i acknowledge that that person and or groups of people have their own way of believing but i won't shut down what i think just because everybody else in the world apparently wants to think of themselves and humanity as evil can evil medieval and or any type of other label you can slap there you know um in that space i again either engage smallly or to the best of my ability with respect to them and myself learning how to respect yourself is one of those elements that when you are inclined to be self-empowered you will have always done i was supported by god and jesus in that and again my mother taught me how to coexist which i understood and of course i want people to treat me the way i want to be treated and i will treat them the way they want to be treated this is something logical and that's that part of where when you know and pay attention to the heart anytime you say i want to be respected i will respect others if you do not open right but you're restrictive that means you don't believe in that saying and here's the part 
if you really want to pursue inner growth you want to explore why you actually feel that you should not treat others the same way you want to be treated or vice versa and you will most likely find knowledge and beliefs heart and mind in conflict because there will be areas where you will have hurt and or upset and or rage this can look in many different ways whether it be unworthiness towards yourself or humanity this is the whole part those mirror neurons and why it will extend always to self empowerment as well as empowerment towards others either you're in a ventral vagal state towards humanity and life or you're not when you're not you're not going to be open your nervous system's not going to be in its safe space your heart and your gut are not going to be in the safe space where oh i'm not afraid of being stabbed by somebody in the back no there's going to be the opposite that's why exploring it is important if you want to achieve openness it's not about you disregarding those feelings it's not about you not looking at your experiences it's actually about you looking at those this is where you move beyond the uh, spectrum of consciousness in the thought form so from those narratives you revisit the narratives perfect example as a child i thought it was unfair of adults to say be yourself and then tell me not to be myself but i accepted it so my body accepted it i learned how to coexist with it and in fact i was very as my family will point out to you if you ever hear them argumentative uh, would be annoying would be loud would be aggressive i learned to start becoming less aggressive by my teenage years and this was by my realization that i would not be able to debate intellectually speaking as effectively as i wanted to because whenever i'd get frustrated i would be in a dumbed down state and too emotional to get my words together which again we learned about anger and the body and the brain and how that affects it so with that in mind i had seen one documentary that said we have neural pathways and when you disengage from them you can do this by choosing consciously i don't want to do this behavior anymore and at a certain point you will have stopped that neural pathway and created a new one that was all i needed to understand how to use my mind and here's why whenever somebody tells me they think that they cannot work with their mind and or that somebody can be manipulated and or that they may even be manipulatable i'll be like okay so obviously you don't believe in the ownership of your mind heart and body and you believe that somebody and or something else can actually have control over you now whenever i've been shared those data points because i have them of the brain science of manipulation and or whatever other terms we want to use i still will always say now that i know it's information in my information bank it's up to me to keep that relevant and be aware of it perfect example when i learned about how if a person is holding hot or cold beverages and they're introduced people the cold beverage will make you think of that person as untrustworthy and or cold or distant while if you're holding a warm beverage then you're going to perceive them as warm and friendly people will say well see then you are subject to that i will say see you learn something what really needs to happen is you paying attention when you're meeting somebody and you have that beverage now here's the thing your mind's going to be using energy to formulate thought right and so i i can say there are 
moments in my interactions with people where i would be able to remember that piece of information but really it would be a commitment and what i mean by that is i would have to say okay let me test this perfect example another documentary i watched uh was about mirror neurons and how when people relate to each other they will start uh, in a conversation they will start doing the same posture and i was yeah 16 17 not teenage years and i said i'm gonna test this out and i tested it out for about a month or a week and i saw that it was true so with the commitment of testing it out that's when your consciousness is going to focus and you'll be able to be aware in the absence of that i'm not paying attention to those interactions so i would not necessarily be aware of it we will always be aware of ourselves in whatever way we're choosing to uh, pay attention so i'm more interested in actually engaging with people what i mean by that i don't want to study people i'm not there to to do that i'm there to uh, have an interaction a nice conversation i'm not trying to read the room i'm not trying to do anything i allow the room to speak for itself and so there's where if i were giving a hot or cold beverage i may or may not react in the way these studies shown and i would not be able to be that observer but if somebody were observing me and they would say oh guess what you reacted that way i wouldn't feel that i was being able to be manipulated or not controlled i wouldn't acknowledge oh i had had that piece of information i have yet to master and or become aware that in depth of my body in that moment therefore yeah i didn't pay attention here's the difference when again you choose who's the owner of your own body heart and mind or if you want to choose to succumb and think that you are owned and or controlled and or manipulated and or anything else by others now we are a co-regulated group and what i mean by that energy in motion vibe your tribe the neuro oscillator and this goes from not only the individuals so our lovely human beings here's that lovely twin photon experiment or the holographic principle that i love to mention that i still need to do more research on the holographic principle but as a reiki master so an energy worker i uh, definitely engage with the ethereal realm and the emotional so the ethereal body the emotional body the casual body of people i work with the aura of people and their main chakra systems and uh, even reconnective healing although i haven't gotten a certificate in that i have the book that taught me how to put it into practice and then i'm also specialized in distance Um, healing is the word they use Uh, i like to use other words but it's working with the energy field is what i'm going to say and allowing there to be a um a balancing of all in the way that the energy knows on its own that's why it's infinite and it's infinite intelligence it's amazing so with that being said in addition to having that experience in my day-to-day life i for a long time now have actually been dreaming and my dreams are where i also uh, interact with the souls that are connected to me as well as the collective and therefore on a earth space as well as universe okay not to get people lost that aren't in this field i'm trying to break something down for the energy component okay when i am in a room as we will learn from the scientists that talk about our gut and the mirror neurons there are ways for us to read and interact in a room and here is why one i 
actually trust my inner knowing very much more than anything outside of me and that includes the body and what i mean by that let me specify when we're talking about things such as if i'm holding a hot glass of water or a cold glass of water right my inner world my inner compass my heart doesn't need the body to know what i'm dealing with i know enough psychology to understand what i'm picking up on when i'm picking up on an ego self because that's what you're picking up on when you're dealing with people and i know myself enough to be in a place of putting aside my preferences and the commitment to unconditional love and neutrality is something that has helped me to get here so example i had i told a person loved one uh, that this had happened i have had a couple of dreams where loved ones were actually uh, putting me to the side teasing me being like they didn't love me they didn't want me it was a very specific energy of um, we don't like you we don't want you and we want to cast you aside and i shared it with this person because we were having a specific conversation about you know how sometimes we can pick up on things with people and that they don't like us or want us around and so i wanted them to know you know i actually have had this very dream and as this person knows about my dreams so they know that my dreams are not subconscious and conscious now in this case that dream can be for example subconscious and conscious even though that's not what it felt like because i can recognize when it is and i haven't had those in a while but my point was in fact that i said i've had these two or three times and anytime i've woken up from them what i've been able to say in my heart of hearts is this is either subconscious and conscious or something that's being processed with unconditional love that is all and therefore to rest in my assurance of those individuals and their love for me and their uh, want of me in their life i broke it down because here's that part when you understand that we do love each other so family friends you want to be accepted as you are that's something that our body the attachment defensive system wants so of course my loved ones if they don't accept me for who i am that makes me sad or that makes me feel in a certain way so right here that feeling is the nervous system and what i did was simply reassure and say look this isn't a truth you know it and and what i even told the friend was even if it were i said i will allow those individuals to speak up and say it to my face because at the end of the day knowing that we have insecurities as people because we love each other and we want to belong is where any time the feeling of your body going with that drainage of energy that's where it's going it's going to fear state and there's no reason to be afraid about people not liking you because if there's anything that i've learned in life and that we always will learn in life is that people that don't like you won't be around you and they will tell you if they either will tell you or they will not be around you no person ever does and or sticks around to something and or someone that they don't want so there's no reason in fact this is where i i remember there's no reason for me to try and read the room you're gonna come i'm gonna know who you are i'm gonna keep learning who you are 
in all of those interactions what you do is teaching me who you are now other people stay in a very specific narrative so they are reading the room with only those narratives which is why they don't expand their consciousness and they don't see the amazing journey that life is when we are actually able to allow every person that you encounter to be themselves because you're not judging them it's because you're not afraid of them it's because you don't harbor any type of negative feeling about them because even if you're interacting in a situation where it's not your preference you're not using your preference you're saying i'm interacting with another person and or situation it isn't about my preference that's not what's going to lead me to what's most important in this moment or to what can bring us together for example what's going to help me to bring together is me listening in the open-ended way and if i'm in a safe space which i am unless i'm in a physical war which i'm not there's no need for my body to be afraid or insecure for that matter because the worth of you does not depend on the external and therefore you engage that ventral vagal state in that very instance doesn't mean you don't experience other feelings because again we are connected so energetically is normal that i pick up on things that i know are either the collective or my immediate soul family that i know i will be supporting as a light worker and grid worker will consistently be in that space and that part about being able to hold light is because you're able to actually stand within the mind heart and body of you in a state of self-compassion and compassion but above all in an infinite higher human potential space with bliss and awe even in those moments where you know that as a child or an adaptive child you would not be in bliss or awe but you're very much facing something that again is not in your rule book of okays or not okays but you're choosing to be the functional adult you're choosing to be open-minded and here's why to me that's of the most importance because that's when my brain is receptive so on that note here i'm going to read to you the functional adult the functional adult makes thoughtful decisions they are mature thoughtful nuanced forgiving they are based in the present they understand imperfection and ambiguity they make sense of trauma and its impact on relationships they are adaptable and unlike the child parts the functional adults can learn and use new skills that is what you get to do every moment of your life once you've stopped engaging with everything outside of you in any uh, way that does not allow that ventral vagal and neutrality to be there so that you can take in the information that's that's being given whether it be people or the circumstance so remember when i was in that moment of complete um, abyss that i've been describing to you in the best way possible to share something amazing that can be in a moment that is uh you know with with unknown it isn't the aspect of joy or not it's the actual acknowledging of unknown without fear so neutrality it doesn't mean you're surrendering that's why this one guy when he's talking about surrendering i'm like that's bs you're just trying to create another entity for somebody to feel that is going to come and save them that's not a complete self-empowered state that's not a complete 5d state that's not you and your infinite higher human consciousness because you're still engaging with wanting somebody to come save you so your attachment defensive system is still up 
and so when your heart is still seeking that i need or again i want to surrender it's a very specific uh i get it as somebody with faith i'm not saying i still remember when my way of prayer was going through transformation and one of the things that became clear as i was accessing more and more of the 5d state of consciousness was i am not in need of this i am empowered by my faith i am given the unconditional love by my faith i am given a belief that can support me in my faith i am allowing myself to charge that state of the body that is me with love based on something that is a part of my belief system because i was raised with it because again there ain't no polaroid camera for anything in the unknown space so as a person who once again considers myself very logical many don't think that because i'm able to converse of things in a very different way than what their hardwired mind wants to do according to their co-regulated group of people and therefore their small view on the world mine is infinite so of course i can add up things in a very unique and different way we all can they're not considering it unique or beautiful they're considering it illogical and i understand why because i can understand where they're at in their consciousness space what i'm trying to get at is for those who can experience here you can be in neutrality in the unknown when you are engaged in understanding with neutrality that you don't know and that you're not going to give that unknown a narrative it has no narrative here's the whole point it has no narrative the one thing that you'll be doing is working with emotions and in fact that was where i was very clear that i was working not only on the emotional mastery of that plane but also the physiological mastery of that plane so the emotional and physical planes plus the mental planes if you guys remember to get to the kashic records in the quantum physics field you go through that so i do those types of readings and that's planes you go through so for me it was very clear where i was at i was not in a state of preference of being there i was very impatient and i kept being nudged to be neutral versus impatient so i got to work with those emotions if you will with the body now the adaptive child is a child's version of an adult that developed to protect the wounded child so often these adaptive children are perfectionists they're harsh and unforgiving they see the world in black and white they are it says usually older children i find that all people have an adaptive child if they're allowing themselves to be in the sympathetic state without ownership of it it's different when a person's owner of it they'll be able to start saying i'm getting upset this is where i'm at right now maybe it's better we disengage because i really am being you know upset and and so it's up to another person to hear the person and disengage to the best of their ability they're not saying it then you may not know it and this is where you you might uh, either disengage because they blow up at you or you might you know recognize it and disengage depends on you so the adaptive child only cares about self-preservation that's because they're a child they're still defending themselves with the way they're reacting views intimacy as a threat and they not only react to an aggressor but they also identify with the aggressor so they're reactive but identifying it's one of those things that can be in a narrative 
uh, very clearly the narrative is going to show that for a person like my one friend that's allowing themselves to stay in their household and rejecting an unconditionally loving partnership that was instead helping them to grow into a functional adult but their adaptive child only knows the aggressor as their state of being and so their state of safety is within their own environment and being rejected by that environment would be their cancellation of their self because their worth comes from that not just from existing so they're not allowing themselves to know you know i have a right to be happy this person made me happy um i'm good even if i haven't accomplished anything even if i'm going to do everything opposite of what i thought i would do of everything opposite that my family wants they're not there they're actually allowing themselves to identify with the aggressor and saying no my family's right no this is what i really want not that that was and they're creating a way to excuse and therefore their consciousness is not ready to in fact face the truth that they're they're giving up something amazing that actually would make their life that much more blissful and here is the part of free will this is why the whole surrender it's really every time i hear that word it's i just the way people use it it's not the word itself but it's not empowering so here from an empowered person to those who want that is not going to get you to move beyond your sluggish anything because you ain't actually saying my heart my mind my body you're saying help me in this state of sluggishness whatever tool can fix me fix and and not fix necessarily but fix this that's not empowerment that's you changing whoever and whatever's going to do a little bit of helping you and so what i was trying to get at is if this person had just and i tried i tried to share with them what i knew could help from a perspective that is theirs and um their adaptive child is still winning if you will which again makes sense when you understand how much that wounded child was scared and and it's just fear is what leads and when a person is in that state of collapse submit they're in the helpless hopeless their neurobiology neurochemistry is in the what i read to you so they're already dissociating their body's not safe the mind's not safe so they're actually um doing what is going to keep them in safety what i was trying to get at though is they have free will they have a mind and they had been given an understanding and they're simply choosing to ignore their body completely and allow the mind and heart to stay on the same page with a fable and and it's a fable because this narrative if it were true they would not be crying or feeling out of breath or feeling in any way shape or form upset in their household which is what they're feeling every day crying anxiety sadness oppression their heart their body is not fine so it's a fable because again your truth will never constrict you your truth it doesn't matter what it looks like that's why i gave you the example of the friend who i can tell that this way of them vocalizing their suffering is more and more part of their expression there is a sense of ease that comes from a body that is expressing who they are from the mind heart and body of them this body heart and mind this individual is not that they are an adaptive child they are suffering and they're identifying 
with their aggressor they're saying their aggressor which is their family the way the family taught them the societal standards everything the scripture of god in this fearful way and that the demon is the person who comes from a different uh, lifestyle and has this look and so anything in that different is not good it's a sin a mortal sin and that's about it the body though if that were their truth they would feel expanded and i really mean it if that were a truth for somebody they would feel good with their decision and that's what indicates to you that you're not an adaptive child you're a functional adult and that person will also not engage in any way shape or form with what they've chosen to cast aside because it's quote unquote the evil knievel of their medieval small-minded way of thinking which is fear-based but i will acknowledge with complete again respect i know people that have a specific ownership of their belief and they're always able to talk about it and they're also able to accept differences stated you know this is in my book no this is hell this is not good but it is in my book and they're again calmly expressing their belief and giving their knowledge their data points and that's why i can say with all certainty there are functional adults that have a 3d or 4d mindset but they are actually functional adults which is why they're a 5d self-empowered person and they are not anywhere near getting sluggish they are always in a ventral vagal state and at most can get sympathetic with that ownership and ability to say okay wait i'm going to take a break or maybe not and then afterwards say i'm sorry i got angry i got frustrated because this is my belief system and so you were triggering certain things and i just reacted but hey let's keep talking because it was really interesting for example now the wounded child is uh, by abuse or neglect it's a young vulnerable possibly pre-verbal child often overwhelmed yet longs for connection because we all have the attachment remember the attachment system and defensive system we all do have our mammalian heritage to co-regulate that's the feeling of safety because we would be threatened by predators much trauma work focuses on the wounded child so to get a person to be able and be their functional adult self to self-regulate to find your ventral vagal state and uh, that's through experiential cognitive and somatic approaches that these psychiatrists help people to get to self-compassion to true self-worth to disengaging from the societal worth and the societal stigma and to recognize shadow side imposter syndrome again not using labels to define you but understanding you do coexist you can be self-regulated and know you're part of the human species who has a human condition and when the unknown is present has a lot of different ways that we can present safety knowledge and you began with your family body heart and mind and so the wounded child uh it's not usually the wounded child that brings dysfunction into adult relationships that's because it's the adult the adaptive child adult excuse me that does that like the friend it's not their wounded child they don't even see it they see a hint of it but they're making a choice that is allowing them to stay in this state of it's not their well-being if it were they would be happy and expanded and happy with their choice not miserable okay this is if you're ever miserable with your choice you're not actually making the choice that 
makes you happy so you want to keep exploring and most likely there's something in that body the subconscious and conscious that was stored where it's like ah this is not a good thing and and it's very big so it was a very big getting yelled at or a very big traumatic experience and that's why you're allowing yourself to make a decision that makes you unhappy don't look at it as good or bad get that body information that i just gave you and say okay hold on i want to choose something that gets me out of this feeling and i know i can and you simply allow yourself to take whatever time it's not about making decisions it's about allowing yourself to be guided to what feels expansive and at least neutral and knowing that that which does not is not good or bad that body learned to start defending you as you are an infant so here's the polyvagal chart that way you guys get this and i'm going to start with the freeze response okay so the nervous system with a neuroception of threat the freeze is collapse immobility conservation of energy the dorsal vagal life threat hypo arousal dissociation numbness depression raised pain threshold helplessness shame shutdown hopelessness preparation for death trapped it's the i can't and what happens is the parasympathetic nervous system the dorsal vagal complex is the part of the nervous system that is engaged in this freeze response it increases your fuel storage and insulin activity immobilization behavior with fear endorphins that help numb and raise the pain threshold conservation of metabolic resources it decreases your heart rate your blood pressure your temperature your muscle tone facial expressions and eye contact depth of breath and social behavior attunement to human voice as well as sexual responses and immune response when instead you are in the i can your fight flight which is sympathetic danger hyper arousal so the fight is movement towards rage anger irritation frustration the flight is movement away panic fear anxiety worry and concern this is involving your sympathetic nervous system and this increases your blood pressure your heart rate your fuel availability the adrenaline oxygen circulation to vital organs blood clotting pupil size dilation of bronchi defensive responses it decreases fuel storage insulin activity digestion salivation relational relational ability and the immune response now your social engagement this is when the nervous system with a neuroception of safety okay so what i just read is the nervous system with a neuroception of threat this is the freeze and the fight flight okay now we're at the neuroception of safety which is the ventral vagal state social engagement connection safety oriented to the environment this involves your parasympathetic nervous system in the ventral vagal complex not the dorsal vagal complex okay so here you have calmness and connection settled groundedness curiosity openness compassionate mindful in the present and the increases are the digestion intestinal motility resistance to infection immune response rest and recuperation health and vitality circulation to non-vital organs skin extremities oxytocin neuromodulator involved in social bonds that allows immobility without fear ability to relate and connect movement in eyes and head turning 
prosody and voice breath decreases defensive responses bbc is the beginning and end of stress response when bbc is dominant s and s and d v c are in transit transient blends with which promote healthy physiological functioning there we go and that is another body element piece of information when it comes to the three brains i just want to see to read to you guys that piece of information so the three brains the head brain the cephalic brain your head brain deals with cognition perception and it is what allows you to master language and communication neurons in the brain help to process and send information where synapses electrical impulses and hormones talk to each other this is what gives you the ability to identify objects patterns and make sense of the world where creativity and conscious thought take place the heart brain cardiac brain the heart has about 40,000 neurons that operate independently from the brain think of your heart as your emotional brain it is connected to what you value in life and how you feel your heart communicates with your head both through electrical signals and chemicals this is why a healthy heart is necessary for a healthy mind they're both necessary for yourself as is the gut the gut brain and enteric brain you have 100 million neurons in your gut your gut helps to regulate hormones metabolism blood pressure and processes information as you sleep the gut sends about 400 more messages to the brain than the brain to the gut your gut plays a key role or a key part in your emotions for example almost 95 percent of your body's serotonin is found in the gut as you can tell this is where all three of these elements of these parts of these brains of ours are important and when you remember the bottom up you also understand the importance of um, breathing calmness and here is that gut feeling when people are picking up on each other but they have their storylines they're not uh, really allowing their body to be in a neutral state and get to know who they have in front of them what they have in front of them they're simply using one of the small-minded narratives and again small-minded not for a lack of intelligence it's closing off to just that number of whatever human elements unknown of life elements and whatever is helping your essence of you elements feel safe it's those beliefs and thoughts it's with ownership of those that things start to take a different picture like i said when i gave you the example of the dreams and the way that i personally handle them and even in sharing them with the person they're like but we would never and i said i know you would never this is why i'm giving you this example i in my heart of hearts know because the feeling is one of knowledge that uh, people who love you again love you if they don't want you if they're not liking you they don't hang around you there's not a wiggle room here none of us are around things we don't want none of us are tuning into things we don't want this is where your body steers you at all times to where it will feel safe those who are aware of their body will notice if they are choosing things that are not their well-being this is where if you are used to fear-based toxic relationships and that has a lot of room for talk which we're not going to do today 
for those who have certain types of household environments and then continue to conduct life with those narratives they will be first of all allowing their adaptive child to be their calling the shots if they're an actual person who has awareness of what true well-being is so they've had a feeling of that of unconditional love like my one friend now they have a difference they can notice a difference but it is in fact this is exactly why the person went the route they went they realize this difference and the difference is something that will bring forth two truths one that there's this sense of safety you have no knowledge of and the body in fact recognizes that moment that the infant didn't get the ventral vagal state in the household okay and that's why it's a contradiction to the person themselves in rejecting it and the person who acknowledges that as fear is the one who has a little bit more visibility than the one who instead immediately like my friend brings forth their adaptive child defense mechanism story wait a minute i'm an insecure person this feeling is not love it's a feeling because this person helped me in xyzd area and i know i'm an insecure human being so as an insecure human being who does not know myself this is not love a person who has some visibility instead will be like okay wait a minute no i know what i felt i know what this is i have no doubt about what it is there's just a some way one way shape or form they're clear on the feeling of safety the feeling of unconditional love right and so in that clarity they know that this is what it is they can't deny it in any way shape or form but there's also again not a narrative if they instead have a narrative they will potentially deny it if there is no narrative then there's another battle that begins to take place and this is where the person will be able to pursue growth in learning to identify so those uh, sluggish feelings again the contracted the not energetic the not expansive ones if they disengage from the uh, narrative that taints their world in this picture of feelings okay so in this case and the psychologists they've talked about this a person who has been in abusive neglective households and is introduced a feeling is the wake-up call if you will and there'll be a fear reaction because they're not familiar some people in fact because of this they go and get help like the one guy that i talked to you about who basically he left his girlfriend who he wants to marry he knows he loves her but he left her for reason that he couldn't even explain to himself so he went to get therapy and in these therapies he realized that what he was doing was simply a learned inner response that he got from growing up in his household and once he became clear on it they worked with the experiential cognitive and somatic approach with the therapist once he as he was talking through this realized wait a minute i'm doing this simply because i learned this as the gauge of worth or something along those lines and he then in fact went and got his girlfriend back and got engaged and got married and i smile at that because this is where all of you tuning in is not a death sentence to be able to be somebody who has that level of trauma is what i'm trying to get to you can and are able to move beyond it 
there are those who are there helping these practitioners and then there's your own awareness so you tuning in if you're aware you know something i know it's off i know that this thing is true this thing is real i I, it feels good it feels right to me whatever's off is something that i learned is something in that body so that's why it's in the subconscious and conscious but it's in a body in a way of you don't have to even pinpoint the memory you want to understand why from your heart you're saying no to something that makes you happy you always want to focus on you this is in fact not about looking at your upbringing or looking at what was done to you or not done to you because that's going to keep you engaged in another area you want to say okay body help me understand okay heart help me understand so it's really trying to get a hold of the fear usually when it's in these in this um these circumstances right where you are very clear it's something that i am in a space of expansion with unconditional love right safety okay it's simply because it was not what i was used to at home it was not what i was used to in my relationships because sometimes that's all it is as the practitioner that works with couples when she tells them i'm going to be asking you to do something that at first to your body heart and mind is going to feel uncomfortable because this is what you're used to you build your own new habits it takes at least 21 days and even though people will focus only on the brain with that no your brain and nervous system are one your entire body is a part of this process if you are used to being sluggish it requires your desire your acknowledging i am used to this i am going to start doing something that is different than what i am used to people that say they can't are choosing to stay in those feelings but they also consider those feelings as set in stone like the one friend who's fusing with suffering those who can understand that your feelings are a map of consciousness and they are experienced by your nervous system and when you're breathing and thinking and engaging you are the one with the narrative this is why i don't do the whole only meditation because you ain't using your mind to to practice what it means to be in your infinite higher human consciousness you're not allowing yourself to get into the practice of disengaging from only 10 narratives and to add and eventually you will stop leading with narratives because those narratives are old news you will start allowing yourself to engage with other people and they will present you plenty of narratives for you to be able and move beyond because that's all small compared to when you're in the infinite and it's not because you're negating and saying it's wrong or right that's the whole point you're actually adding that narrative to your information bank and you're having an engagement that is insightful and enlightening and pleasant to you the minute you can recognize that sometimes you simply are saying no to happiness because your body's not used to it and that your mind can keep creating reasons for why you should stay there that's the minute i would say you'll be like wow how silly of me why was i here you know and that's the most beautiful way you can actually address it is wow how silly of me but it's not even silly because as the psychologists point out that is your infant body that learned to help you in that sluggish way to feel safe to the best of its ability because your environment wasn't safe so please be compassionate and remember that you're not used to it because yeah you didn't have the best household environment 
and maybe you didn't have the best relationships you know but that's um, part of the journey that got you to here and then finally something came around that was amazing and beautiful and made you feel really really awesome and blissful and now you have that awareness you'll stop battling it you'll stop creating it because some people make it into a monster they can't believe it so much that they have to make it look it's like no it's it's pretend it's fake it's where's the where's the catch right the catch 22 the beauty the beauty of safety the beauty of oneness the beauty of this uh, 5d state of consciousness which is you in your ventral vagal state whatever way it was introduced to you the beauty of this is it can't ever be forgotten and you know you're moving towards the truth when you're allowing yourself to sit in it and you know you're not in the truth when you are feeling contracted again if you work with the contraction not say this is bad this is good but say wait okay my body is experiencing something that's closing it off and you again want to allow yourself to focus on the feelings for a minute and then to explore the story that you're telling yourself but then also say does it match the feeling does it not you're not lost this is why exploring not uh trying to fix so people they will feel that thinking is hard if they're trying to fix themselves and fix something you're not to be fixed with you're actually a self that was regulated and the first part this regulation began was with your body as it started to coexist with the external and it needed to attach to the figure so you know again you're getting those ventral vagal states when you're getting hugged and you're not when you're getting yelled at and that's where you just want to keep those things in mind it's not the part about being selfish is why that guy that's saying the matrix it's darkness dude you go screw yourself like really like the part that a person can't even recognize but again i should i should disengage because that person is in their small world they're making a comparison the two things are the same one and the same the only difference is he's saying surrender and therefore keeping a co-regulated ego and the other one that he's explaining and his way of interpreting it is selfish because it's getting you to manifest only your material well this is the way he was breaking it down this is not what the heart in the matrix is about that is this person's interpretation which is because they have an idea of you needing to surrender to some entity that is all benevolent i could tell like yes i get it what you're saying but you don't need to be surrendering it's it's neither it's you actually as a person being able to stay and sit in compassion physiologically unconditional love towards yourself and humanity it's about stopping to slap labels on people when they do things and to actually be an adult and have conversations and and a lot of different things which again leaders aren't doing pointing fingers at each other in a time where we're not in the 1980s anymore and yet they're still talking like we are as are the citizens of every you know country because there's a mix of us there are those who are saying okay we are in a globe like hello and then there's those oh no not globe because otherwise we're going to lose our identity you can't lose your identity it's a part of you it's the essence of you it's your past you're gonna tell it you're gonna share it this is you don't lose things people will talk about forgetting we will only forget if we erase things and even then our body will never forget that's the part 
the body doesn't forget and in fact this is exactly why it's when you can say okay my body's remembering me as an infant as a child now i'm an adult i can tend to that body and i can work with it that's why it's going to lead you to not only your adaptive child but your your wounded child and you actually take that self that ego your attachment defensive your body and you say hey we're good we're not in a physical war we're in a mind and a heart and again allowing yourself to use your consciousness to help the world because that's where your focus is going to be you're not reading the room to say who's the asshole in the room who's going to come get me you're in the room knowing that one if somebody is going to be spiteful they're going to be spiteful they don't touch you they're they're doing they're doing them what is important is that we can find an agreement what is important is that we can speak each other's language so you're opening up your ears to everything if i am encountering sluggish i know immediately that i might not be ideal to be around that right but i also know how to speak their language because i understand with compassion that that sluggish feeling is something they have in a way that helps them to coexist with reality when they have their leaders that keep motivating them i'm not judging their sluggishness as good or bad energy i actually understand it as again a presentation of what they are where they're at and if they want to keep it they will and that's okay because it's their life not yours when you stop reading the room and you actually start being and you allow yourself to engage with the room you have a very different experience so your heart your mind getting them on the same page when you can understand that the body when it's safe when it's in an ease space that's where you're going to be thinking at your best when you're not sometimes it can simply be it's not your um, used to being energetic because you've been used to being sluggish so it's going to take you a little time every time you want to get sluggish you're going to wait i'm choosing this new way of feeling and you choose again neutral i think works best or impartial because that way you're not actually pushing yourself into another spectrum of feelings that you're just not used to yet you gain familiarity and that's where you start gaining familiarity with how the actual well-being of an expanded body feels so like the one individual they have identified with their aggressor and their way of feeling they also have identified to how they are again they've been able to say this is how i've always felt this is my insecurity this is me i am unwell i am not ready to make a decision that is that important because i am not in the knowledge of anything of me and this is what i am on my own and i want to do it on my own but the thing is they're in the environment that leads them to consistently feeling in a way so they've they've given up what could instead have supported them and made their growth much easier because the person that will unconditionally love you and support you and help you is what is going to help you to get used to what you're not used to the environment that instead you're used to is not helping you it's in fact keeping you there and now you've got to work by yourself and eventually that support will not be there because that's an actual partner friends 
can support you but they're not what this partnership was and and it's not because of anything again better or worse there's just people making different choices and i'm presenting to you different scenarios because you will most likely make different choices as well you will always be able to know that if you're feeling sluggish you have yet to have made the choice that is going to lead you to a specific place of harmony with the mind heart and body and working together because you're in that connectedness okay and again you're not judging yourself you're not judging the external you're actually participating in the moment and so moving beyond sluggish is a choice because you're saying okay mind heart body where are we at and here let's work together to bring me to this state looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences on the topic call on in on anchor or leave a voice message and you can also always email me you find the email in the about section on the blog luna12780.com and on the website inspiringhumanpotential.com have a great day sending you all lots of love hugs and smiles